Good morning, Spirit of Prophecy Church. What's the date today? The 19th? The 21st. 21st. This is the 21st, Sunday the 21st. Welcome to the House of the Lord, YouTubers and online people. And we have a special guest today who is a missionary, went to Honduras, Santa Barbara, and he's going to tell us all the wonderful things that the Lord has done. So let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you for today that you will bless my evangelist friend, Tony, and let the anointing come upon him and just bless him and let this message go out and touch your hearts. And we are a mission field church here in Plano, Texas. And if you want to be part of that, come and join us. Plano, Texas is where it's happening. So, Lord, we thank you for what you're about to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Tony Fausto. Hello. God bless you. How's everybody doing? Okay, here I am. Okay. We are going to talk, actually, about what is our job. Mark 16, 15. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's our job. <laughs> That's our job. So this is about our job. This is a uh, trip that we took about two weeks ago to Honduras. In Spanish, you say Honduras. But Honduras, but in English is Honduras. Okay? So this is Santa Barbara, actually, and the the video is going to talk for itself, okay? Sometimes I'm going to stop it a little bit, you know, and say a few things, but here we go. So here is our first day. We just had arrived to Santa Barbara, and that morning we had uh, arrived in the country of Honduras, in San Pedro Sula. And we came, uh, uh, as you can see, the next day, early in the morning, we were ready and went out and start preparing uh, all the food that we were going to go and distribute, plus uh, um, stuffed animals for the kids. And it was super uh, exciting. We were all excited. And that's our first day, and here is what happened. This is the group we came to this area. We got a couple of souls saved. We gave food, or we have bags of food, and now we're going, we're going to meet the other group. So God bless you. Hello. You, you speak English, right, a little bit? What's your name? My name is Jasmine. Jasmine, God bless you. She's been in our team praying. Habla inglés, no? What's your name? Uh, my name is Hesiel Madrid. Hesiel Madrid. Hesiel. Oh, Hesiel. So he's Hesiel. He's ooh, another helper. And right here. Okay, my name is Judith Sinai. I am from San Nicolas. I am so blessed you this day. Uh, we win a lot of soul. Amen. We are so glad with the God. Thank Amen. You so much. Oh, amen. <laughs> God bless you. Okay. 
Fest. Here is part of the place we will come in and witnessing. This is a, a little group. There's another group that is going to meet us soon. And just so you see a little bit of the road. Partido Libre. And you see all the paintings at the wall right there. Approximately 200 houses are. Really, over 200 houses have been painted like this. Well, not exactly like that, but you know, they have all, all this. Okay, you can see over there. This is the, the park. Oh, that's the park. the park. And it's the... The name of this town is Aranda. And you're gonna see uh, a lot of the houses are painted with murals. Uh, it's really beautiful. Tiger. <laughs> All right. This little town uh, is called Aranda, like I said there. But it's amazing because over 200 houses were painted, you know, the same year by different artists that came, you know. But also you're gonna see uh, something there. L look at the paintings, and then we're gonna talk about it. Because most of them are really nice, but a lot of them are also showing another side to the story. There's a tiger in the town. Ooh, here we go. Okay, this is the group, and this is the church where there's gonna be a service. Amor viviente. Amor viviente means living love, and uh, this uh, group is from that church. Thank you, Lord. So we're waiting for the other group. God bless you all. Here we go. Look at how pretty all these beautiful brothers and sisters from Honduras, the young, they're coming to go and preach the word. Right now we have four souls and two two people that pray to get uh, uh, closer to them. They already have Jesus in their heart, but they wanted to reaffirm their faith. What happened in Honduras a lot because of the COVID thing, you know, uh, a lot of people stopped going to church, you know. That doesn't mean that they were not going to church. A lot of them did, but a lot of them didn't because they were scared, okay? So when we went to houses, we either, uh, uh, if they were already Christian, you know, we asked them if, you know, if they were going regularly to the church. And if not, we said, well, would you like us to pray, you know, that the Lord will help you, you know, put your heart right. So that's, that's what we did. And uh, actually... Uh, it was really exciting. This is actually the first day, okay, uh, that we were uh, going and, you know, each house we went, what we did is, you know, can we pray for your house? If they were Christian, we pray for the house that the Lord will help them, you know. If they didn't know if they had the Lord, we pray for them to receive the Lord. So that's how it was going. It was really exciting. Okay, thank you. So praise the Lord. 
The Lord is doing great and mighty things. And here we are with Lindsay. Um, she has the yellow shirt. She was in our team and we found a family member here in town. The family member has had a stroke, so we took time to pray for him. And uh, uh, Lindsay was very happy. So here we go. Jump here for the... Actually, this is where they had a stroke. That night, and uh, uh, I was surprised because I knew I was going to go and translate for this brother that was going to give the message. But you know, I was thinking we we're going to go to a church, and then all of a sudden we arrived to this little town, and they had that uh, little thing in the middle of town. And when we arrived, you see, there was nobody there, <laughs> just two or three. But you're going to see what's going to happen in a few seconds, and we're going to talk about that. Service, yes, better. you know, kind of the town came together and I translated for this brother that was going to preach that night and he went really good. And right now you're going to see, you know, a little bit of the service, well, mainly the music and stuff like that, but it was very exciting. Here we go. <laughs> That little kid. <laughs> that's the brother that's gonna preach that night. Well, that service went really good, and uh, uh, there was about 10 souls saved, and a lady got rid of a spirit that was bothering her, so it was really exciting. You know, that night was heavy there were two ladies that came with you know demons and they had to pray but i tell you one thing those pastors were prepared <laughs> they were prepared you know they live in a place where it's full of witchcraft you know and and they were prepared they didn't take no for an answer and Oh, that's that's the food. <laughs> that that is the food. That's the next day. Already right here is the next day. Okay, you know. So what is that food? That okay, that food is uh, uh, a little bag of rice, a little bag of beans, and a few other little things. But you know what? These people they're so thankful for anything you give them. They don't have a lot, but what you give them, they're really happy. It's just, you know, it gives you the, the thing because they, yeah, they, they're just so happy. Okay? Amen. So, Thank you. Here we start the next day. You see all the bags there ready. You know, we went to this town. You see uh, right there in the hill, it has the name Lama. And that's a special <laughs> town where uh, there's a lot of witchcraft and stuff and you can see this uh, green building this green building is an office building so here we start 
presidente supremo se llama He's the president of the pastors in that town. This town being <coughs> evangelized, but as you can see with all these morals here, uh, there's a lot of witchcraft. So I uh, just wanted to mention that. You know that uh, um, the pastor was saying, okay, this town has been evangelized, evangelized a lot. And, and really, one thing that those pastors, they go door to door. They don't stay in their house. They go door to door, you know. Uh, uh, getting people to church, you know. And at the end of this video, I'm going to show you some two little videos that are amazing. You know, what people had to go through to come to the last two meetings. You know, the crusades. It was amazing. But that's that's at the end. But, uh, um, but they have to fight a lot against witchcraft. This one thing I didn't mention, the day before... Uh, we were going, as you can see, there were about three or four groups went different places. But when we started, there was this lady outside of her house. And I went to witness to her. And you could see there was like, a, a, you know, you know, something there. You know, she didn't say it, but, you know, and she was sitting down and I was up. And I did something that I learned when I was a lot in the mission. I just went down, you know. To her level and start talking to her and things change a lot of times because you know you know and uh, uh, she changed at least she didn't receive the Lord I think she was into witchcraft probably but it just changed the whole atmosphere you know and uh, just to getting the same level I, I, I just wanted to mention that anyway this bill yeah okay go ahead go ahead I'm sorry okay. This is a beautiful family. They let us into their house. And right now, su nombre? Elsa. Elsa. We pray for Elsa that she has problems in her hands. So she will have no pain anymore. Amen. Okay, we're going to be praying for her. So here we are in a beautiful uh, a family with a beautiful family. The mother, Sandra, and her daughter. ¿Cómo es tu nombre, mi amor? Yvette. Okay? So, and Yvette. So, they're going to be praying right now to get in the Word and come to the Lord again. Because with all this pandemic, you know, they have been, they have not gone to church. So, we're going to be praying. God bless you showing you this so thank the lord here we're in the house of a precious sheep he's a christian okay and he has a little factory him and his wife uh como te llamas giovanni giovanni so giovanni and he has a beautiful wife that i'm going to show you afterwards and he does what they call here amacas okay and we're going to show him that's uh, uh 
You know, he's gonna so shoot. I will use push. this product for, for yeah. to make the hammocks. Okay. Um, this, this is the they go do it. Um, that's the product finish. That's it. That's what I wanted to show. Actually, I'm buying one from them. Okay, this one I'm gonna be buying. Okay. I bought that from them and about ten dollars. But I gave it to a pastor after bless their work. And we were just talking. He likes to give to the Lord. Right? You te gusta darle al Señor, verdad? He likes to give to the Lord and the Lord blesses him. So, the reason thank you. God bless you. Bye bye. The the and wife now is the wife. The wife she was out where we were you know they went were building to get the, the other hammock. part for the hammock. Aquí they call them here hamacas. Dile hola. Hola. Okay, y cómo te llamas? Annie. So God bless Annie. God bless this home. Bye bye. Gracias. Sí, somos hijos del Señor. Sí. Pero no. Sí, no pueden nada. Sí. You want to explain this? Okay. I'm going to speak just a little bit in Spanish and English. English, please. In English. Well, people right here in Lama, make making hamacas. Hamacas. ¿Cuánto cuestan estas hamacas? Aquí las damos a Hundred and fifty limbs. That's the cost of this hamaca. That's about eight dollars. Hamacs. You can see that. Beautiful. That's how they make it afterwards. And most of them are Christians, and you know, and they live a simple life, but they're beautiful people. I fell in love with Honduras. God okay. bless you all. One thing I want to, this, this uh, uh, brother that was talking, he's a pastor. He was here in the States, uh, but he left back to Honduras because he wanted to help his people, you know. And he, he lives actually in the mountains. He has a church in the mountains. I don't know how far, but it was far. But he was the whole week there helping us. You know, there's another couple too. And uh, I, I, you know. Oh, by the way, everybody that helped. You know, your money went good. We gave a lot to the pastors. A lot of the pastors had a lot of needs. You know. And, uh, um, you know, they, they really, you see that they go. You know, when you go and go to those houses, everybody knows them. They've been around. <laughs> they haven't stayed in the church. They've been going around and, you know, and trying to, you know, help their sheep, you know. So, uh, like this guy, God bless him. He was there, you know, the whole week. He, he, he even said, listen, you know, um, what I need is a bicycle so I could get around. So I get, you know. From the money that we all, you guys gave gave me, you know, a hundred went to him, a hundred went to another one, another one got 250, but, you know, we tried to, you know, give it to where we saw the, the most need. Okay. Hello, in this little town, this is a church. That's a church. Amen. El ministro de este ministerio se llama el pastor Neitaní Velasco Rosario, ministro del Ministerio de Tabernáculo de Liberación. Ahora en el desierto, la misma contesta. Now, could you imagine that's a hot town? You saw the, the roof? 
you know how hot it gets there. You know, so you really have to love the Lord. And, and you know, they don't have, you see there. <laughs> I don't have to explain it. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. There's another town that night. You know what, this, these two young guys, he's 18 and she's 21. Just see her face when she's singing. <laughs> you know, uh, he was, I think, five, five or six. Uh, he was in church, one, you know, when he was really little and there was a keyboard. And he tried, he was trying to play it you know at night and he says that something came over him you know and from there he started playing the keyboard you know he, he never learned it but from there that time you know he plays the keyboard and and those two the the, the sons and daughter of, of a pastor um, that I'm gonna show you right now he's another one that was there with us the whole time and as soon as we came, he was headed to, to Guatemala. Gu Guatemala. Yeah, I said it in Spanish. Watermelon. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's a lot of watermelon. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, and, and these two went to the mountains to go, you know, they go around helping different churches with the singing and stuff like that. So amazing. Okay, go ahead. You remember that girl? I didn't recognize her. <laughs> Afterwards, she said, You don't recognize me. I said, No, it's the one that was almost fell. <laughs> Por eso. 
invite them for this nights that we are going to be having. You know. That's all the little Spanish you know, God bless. <laughs> and then his wife picks over. <clears throat> <laughs> he says, my, my husband speaks Spanish, right? A little. <laughs> okay. Well, here to your left, you're going to see. Now, you're going to see the roads. You know, it's a poor country. But they had two um, hurricanes last year, exactly a year after we came. So you're going to see the roads are, you know, destroyed. A lot of the, the bridges are you know, gone, and you know, it's a pretty heavy thing, but you know, okay, go ahead. Uh, the press, they told me that this is the, uh, the maximum, you know, security prison where really bad people are. And as you could see, the roads are kind of really messed up because of the hurricane. Uh, actually there were two hurricanes, one after another within a week that happened just you know, exactly about a year before we were here. The prison. Uh, the prison. Okay, we just came here. Look at I this church. I think this is the church that tonight we're going to be speaking at. And, and this town is named El Temblor, which you can see is a little bit higher. You know what? <laughs> I want to say, uh, the Temblor, this, it, it's kind of up in the mountains, you know. It's a little cooler, yeah. It's not really high, but, you know, but it, it is cooler. But uh, I went with this group, you know, and there were a lady with a, uh, a child, an old lady. And, you know, they were going up those things. I was going like, you know. <laughs> Boy, you know, I thought, oh, she's coming with a child. I guess I'm going to have to help. I forget it. She, <laughs> she probably going to carry me. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. And where we were all these days, El Temblor. So we will be making another one soon. Here we see the inside of the church. It's actually a church. In construction, so you know, and even have walls. He's saying thank you for receiving us. So here we went the next night, and uh, I was asked, this is the third day, I think. Church before. actually, uh, there were about three uh, churches put together in this little. Uh, it's really, this is not a, really a church. Actually, uh, at the beginning, I thought that was a church, but it, it wasn't a church. You know, there were about three churches, three or four churches put together that came for this. And I was going to preach there, <laughs> you know. So I went that night, and um, I think I explained it, you know. I had what I was going to say, you know. and uh, But the Lord told me, forget it. <laughs> 
put it aside because they needed something else. But it's going to say, but there were about a thousand people outside that couldn't come in. So, you know, really heavy. Okay, go ahead. Church, but it's uh, like an area where they play basketball and things like that. And they uh, worked it out for this. And uh, um, really sweet people. I had uh, uh, the sermon already uh, to preach, but what I did, I actually just put it to the side because I felt that that's not what the Lord wanted me to talk to him about. And, and actually, I just gave him a, a class on, you know, who they are in the Lord. And it was a really heavy service. The Lord did it. And... Uh, there were about 50 souls saved that night. So yeah, thank the Lord. That was, that was very inspiring. Okay. How everything is broke, yeah. Yes, sir. Now, this one is the last day that we went out, you know, witnessing. The day before is when we had gone to this mountainous, but this is also mountainous here, you know. And uh, there was a, you guys don't, see, you see, I, I'm, I'm, when I'm go witnessing, I don't have a camera going, you know. But there was this lady, you know, we went, uh, I'm going to show you the lady in a little while that she, uh, she took us to her mom to pray for her because she was real sick. And when we left there, somebody came, hey, come and pray for this lady. There was another lady in another house. And, oh, that, that's a pretty. She was, she was in a chair with her leg out, you know, with sores all over, you know, and blood coming out. And, uh, and, uh, Anyway, you know, my hat, I put on the side, and it fell, it fell in the blood, you know, that uh, of this lady. And, and you know, and, uh, uh, you know, I pray for her, and, you know, uh, um, I know the Lord is going to do a miracle with that lady, you know. But she's just being there. She couldn't even get up or anything. She was just laying down on, on the side, you know. But you see so much need. It's amazing. Okay, go ahead. This is the little group I was going to go. Cecilia okay, her name is Cecilia Rodriguez. This, and she this lady sometimes was holding my hand when we were going. Of these beautiful <laughs> people that are going around and telling the good news of the Lord. And your name, su nombre? Bella Paz. Bella Paz. Look at that. Bella Paz. You know what that means? Beautiful peace. That's her name. That's her little kid. And Miriam Rodriguez. Miriam. So this is Miriam. And they're coming with me. And we're going on this trip to go and tell people about Jesus. And they need our help, boy, I tell you. And this is now the the crusade. About fifteen thousand people went that night, and the next night about two hundred days.
you don't see all the people that are behind is it is Sun goes, there's liberty in the house of the Lord. the people that you see on the side uh, right here they're co-workers and people that came to help in this event and the couple that you see on the left the Francisco and his wife they came from a town named Marcala on the other side of, uh, uh, of Honduras we've been in this uh, with this couple in contact because uh, um, they're really sacrificial shepherds and uh, uh, we feel that we that could work with them in their side of the country. And uh, uh, that's what we do. We try to get in touch with the shepherds we feel that have a heart for the sheep. Hola, señora, ¿cómo se llama? ¿Cómo se llama? Me llamo Francisca Sánchez. Francisca Sánchez, she was a walking... And the Lord bless her, and she's walking now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So I want to explain a little bit what happened with this lady. Actually, I was walking, looking for Vicky, and then I find Vicky, and she's praying over this lady. Uh, the lady was on the grass, and Vicky just gets up and keeps walking, and I'm looking at the lady. She's getting up. And all of a sudden, her daughter comes. I didn't even know it was her daughter, but she freaks out and she start start saying, "Oh, but uh, oh, what?" You know, I said, I came to her and said, "What's going on? My mother, my mother, uh, she wasn't able to walk, and she just walked a couple of uh, uh, steps, and that's it. She's walking now." So that was a heavy. Mirror. I didn't have any idea what was going on. Still, 
that was uh, the end of the first day of the crusade. And uh, uh, that's what happened. And then now we go to the next day. And the next day, the first thing is uh, uh, a meeting for the pastor. So that's what we're going to see right now. Oh, the shirt is... <laughs> That was just the shepherd that morning that we had a meeting because that night was the last night, the, the last crusade. You're going to see a, a really sweet couple. That's the other pastors that, well, you're going to see. But this is, you know, the family, the missionary section. He left his church four years ago so he could go and help all the churches in different places. You know, so he lives on the road by faith. You know, so I guess it's a money <laughs> Thank you for taking this time. Thank you for the blessing that you guys gave us to our family, the missionaries, and we're here in Santa Barbara. And they help a lot with cancer. Actually, he, he left, you know, to uh, Guatemala the next day after, you know, um, yesterday we had an incredible night at the This is the center of Santa Barbara. But tonight, this is the brother that helped me go there. And we really do we paid the whole thing. God bless him. Yesterday was incredible. Uh, we did see people delivered. We saw um, several people delivered of demons. Um, and there were several healings, notable healings. Uh, There's one lady about, between 40 and 50 years of age. As she came, she wasn't walking. But she left by the power of God, she was walking. And so we're going to see more things like that. But we want to take some time to share the things that God is doing. Thank you for the prayers. We appreciate the support. So this is downtown uh, Santa Barbara. That's at the, that's and everybody, that's this where is where happens. people get together. <laughs> and it's a very simple <laughs> life. Great place. Yeah, we're here in Santa Barbara. I don't know. It's a weird it's guy. It's been that a man. really fun time. Things yeah. that happened. We were just yesterday in the crusade. This is our last day, and we're gonna see miracles. We saw, saw people walking. We saw people uh, being healed of all kinds of diseases. And today's gonna be the fire night. So God bless you. I see you. Thank you. That's the night of about 20,000. Well, you know what? One second. I forgot to mention something. The day before, 
when we are going to have the, uh, the first day of crusade, start raining. And we're going, oh, Lord, what's going to, you know, and all the people, this is, you know. But we just went. And when we go over there, it's raining. The thing, the, everything was full there. We go, wow. And then the Lord stopped the rain. <laughs> you know, okay, good. Because of the blood of Jesus, por la sangre de Jesús, every curse is broken. Toda maldición es rota. Because of the blood of Jesus, por la sangre de Jesús, every demon in hell has to flee. Todo demonio del infierno tiene que huir. Because of the blood of Jesus, por la sangre de Jesús, he has given us a great victory. Nos ha dado una gran victoria. Thank you so much, people, to send those guys over here to Spastor. We are so happy to have them, and you help us right here in Honduras. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. God bless everybody that you come, please. God bless. Go out, preach, uh, uh, pray the gospel. You know, talk to the people. They are not coming to Jesus. Hey, we have to do this. Uh, guys, pastors, leaders, uh, let's go. Pray the gospel. Pray the gospel. Pray the gospel. Pray for Honduras. We need Honduras. Honduras need Jesus. You need Jesus. Let's go. Let's go. Go. Amen. Thank you. Goodbye. What's your name? Esme Giovanni Sanabria, pastor from Honduras. Great. Thank God you bless so you. Much. Okay. I I thought anyway when you see this this is already we go heading to the airport and I don't know if you can see it from there but this uh, a train Oh, you see him? You know what they do? <laughs> the guy was telling us, the one that was taking us. They have the market right there in the middle of this place, and the train passes three times a day. So what they do, they take everything out. You know, the train passes, and then they put it back again. It's just amazing. Okay, that, that's all. <laughs> it just, you see that? <laughs> I said, how do they do that? I don't know. So that was our trip back to San Pedro Sula. That's where the airport is, and it's the second city of Honduras. Honduras. And uh, um, so we had a surprise, and we get there, we, we get a text that our flight from Miami to uh, uh, Dallas was canceled. And we actually had a way at the end, two days. And, um, but right there but the in Miami, Lord the Lord did something out. That's with my son, son. That's in Miami. So that's another story. God bless you. I hope you really liked this. I did. Well, thank you and God bless hey, you this is for watching. Heavy, this is uh, one last thing I want to talk is about the pastors. Sure. Pastors and also a lot of the sheep, they, they mean business. Uh, some of the pastors fasted for 21 days. Only water. Uh, uh, and Only the Lord water. heard their cry for to be souls. And uh, uh, um, 
that the sheep will Actually, come and that they will be fed and the Lord some did all that. Did and also there's uh, uh, two very sobering uh, small videos. One Look at that. of a small group of people that came from very far. I think they had to walk like nine hours on foot. Um, they even went through a bridge that had washed about a year ago when a couple of hurricanes hit uh this land to a kid. You see the and, kid but they they came they, they 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 wanted to hear from the lord and then there's another group a larger group of uh, i don't know how many people that they they had a common bus uh quite a few hours and there was a place because he had rain you know the enemy was attacking and uh they went out and pushed the bus bus and got here so they all got here, you know, they had to fight for it. So I hope this video was a blessing and a call to arms. Too. Okay, God bless here. you. Thank you. And praise for this people. It's more like that's a word. Maybe that's it. Thank God you, bless. Lord. Oh, wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes, thank the Lord. You know, um, Tony. Yes. Have a question. So, uh, are most people are there? Uh, are they mostly come from Catholicism, or do they are they transforming to be more non-denominational, charismatic, or is what's what is their what is their background as far as um, their beliefs? Okay, they believe mainly Catholic that they come in from. You know, now actually, uh, uh, the Protestants are taking over. Really, you know. And a lot of them is uh, uh, um, into the charismatic and, you know, uh, full of this spirit and everything. It's, it's, it's quite amazing. And, boy, a lot of them really mean business. They know it's, you know, they don't have a, a lot, but, you know, God bless them. Well, they're really seeking the Lord, you know. They're really hungry, and they'll do anything they can to hear from the Lord, and that's... Um, you know, for us here in America, we need to see this Amen. because we we don't hunger and thirst and seek like Amen. they do in these other countries. And you know, we're so blessed and thank you, Lord, that we are. But, you know, we need to hunger and thirst for, for righteousness Amen. and for him, just like these people. And also, you know, in the other places that we have gone to and going to go to. And um, so thank you for Amen. The thank you and the team that went. And thank you for sacrificing. Thank, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for ministering to your people over there. And, um, you know, thank you for the connection. Thank you for the connection for this. Because you, we know that, um, you know, we are becoming more of that missions trip, missionary trip. It's church, I mean, missionary church. And I'm so thankful. So amen. thankful that we are. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, amen. And, uh, um, yes. Oh, I want to go. Well, in March, they're doing another of these trips, you know. So uh, what I'm doing now in the house is, you know, everything extra I got, I put it in. A <laughs> so uh, is there, a, is there a, a group here that have got together to for Honduras? Yes. Uh, uh, actually, what's their name? Uh, I could get you the name, but... What they do, they've been going to Honduras for years now. And actually, this was the last 
part of Honduras that hadn't gone this one, you know, they're going back to Honduras and they want to start going to South America uh, uh, next year. That's what I hear, you know. Okay, praise God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Who got more blessed, those people or you? Hmm? Who was more blessed, the people or you? Oh boy, I, I was blessed. <laughs> you know, you, you said sacrifice, there's no sacrifice. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, when, when you do minister, I believe I, I know if I can speak for myself, um, I was more blessed than yes. anything that people ever yes. received and more humbled yes. and yes. more moved. And, um, and, you know, God just really makes you see things for what they really are. Amen. 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 What's really important. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tony. Thank you Thank for sharing. You. God bless. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord praise in Thank here. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Spirit of Prophecy Church. So happy that you're here to join us today. Thank you for those of you that are here physically in the church and also those that are watching online. Uh, glad to have you. You know, it's Thanksgiving week, so it's time to really thank the Lord for what he's done and what he's going to continue to do in our lives. Um, if you watched the 930 service, you watched Pastor Tony that went to Honduras and how hungry the people were, how hungry they were to to hear what the Lord is going to do and what he wants to say to the people. And, you know, here in America, sometimes we just kind of get stuck thinking um, all is fine and well, or we get angry at God because things aren't fine and well. But we have to get to a place, I think, that our heart is really seeking him, searching for him, listening to him getting in his word, and, you know, I just encourage us here in America, there's a lot of things going on across the globe, especially here in America, and it's time, America, it's time for us Christians to wake up and to be really thankful for what Jesus has done in our lives, and we also really need to give him praise and honor and glory and really, really seek him because people are hungry across the globe for him, and they'll come out. They'll, they, will, they will do whatever they have to do to find Jesus. And yet here in America, we get, we just kind of get uh, comfort and sitting in our own homes and not doing anything. But I believe that God is going to wake up and shake up America. So it's time to go ahead and get awake now. Amen. So a few announcements to make right quick. Uh, by the way, thank, thank the Lord for uh, Thanksgiving coming up this Thursday. I hope and pray that you're going to be able to spend time with some friends and family and and to really reflect, and that's this Thursday, so happy Thanksgiving to everyone. A few announcements. I'm going to hand this around here in the church. This is just a sign-up. There's some things that are needed for the church. This will come around to you because there's something that you can bring and put your name. Also, uh, there's a sign-up for the women's Christmas party, which is on Saturday, December the 11th. Love to have all you ladies. You can bring the children. It'll be a lot of fun and a lot, a lot of good opportunity, especially our new visitors, too. We'd love to have you, have you ladies. This is for the men. Sign up for December the 11th also. The men, um, for those of you that like to go, they're going to be going to the Garland Shooting Range. I can never remember the first one. Garland Shooting Range on December the 11th also. So we'll hand those around. They'll be on the round table, too. Make sure that you sign that up. Sign up for that so that we know that you're going to be coming. Um, there is a flyer on the front table out there that has um, that says what we are to bring for the women's Christmas party. And there's a few things like three dozen cookies and things like that. A side dish to share and 
So I hope all of you will be able to come. We always have a really great time. And just to fellowship one with another. And the kids will have a great time too. So yes, men, we will take care of the children. You guys go shoot guns. Y'all go, you know, you go mail bond, okay? That will be great. Um, uh, let's see if there's any other announcements coming up. I don't think there is right now. Next week I'll have a new uh, flyer for the December things going on in December and when our services, our Christmas services and, and things like that. So anyway, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. All right. We had our Thanksgiving dinner last week here in the church, and it was really yummy and a lot of fun and really good. And uh, I um, have now from Lou and Soon-He a fresh turkey 26-pounder. <laughs> that thing is heavy. <laughs> it was really heavy. I know. I hope it fits. <laughs> Push it in. <laughs> well, let's stand. Let's pray. We'll get our service going this morning. And welcome to our, our guests here. Make sure you welcome them, church members. Let's just raise our hands and bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come boldly before your throne room of grace and mercy. We thank you so much. Thank you so much that you've brought us here to get into your word, to hear you, to hear your voice. And Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. God and direct us. Let everything be done decently and in order. And Lord... We ask for your anointing to be in this room. We ask that you anoint the praise and worship, you anoint the service, you anoint the message, and that we'll receive. And Lord, I ask that you prepare our hearts right now. If there's anything standing in the way of us just not receiving the best that you have for us, if there's anything standing in the way, we ask that you forgive us right now. We just set aside that every heavy weight that's on our shoulders right now. We just set it aside for we look to you. We want to hear from you today. We want to enter to the throne room of heaven with our praise and our worship. We want to say thank you. We want to give you praise and honor and glory today. We love you so much. And for those that cannot physically make it to church today but want to come, Lord, I ask that you make a way. If they're having difficulty with um, their vehicles or a way to make their way here, we ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, that that supernatural... Um, will happen to them in their lives that they'll have that vehicle to be able to come and to be able to worship with us here in person and lord if there's any watching online that are sick and cannot come because of maybe their back or some kind of a spirit of infirmity we just take authority over that spirit of infirmity right now in the name of jesus we just cancel those plans and attacks right now we say, be gone and get out of their life and out of their family lives in the name of Jesus. Lord, I lift up Michelle's parents to you right now in the name of Jesus, Hilda and Harold. We just declare a victory, declare a healing to them. We declare a miracle, and we speak to that COVID-19, and we say, get out of their lives right now in Jesus' name and not affect anybody else in the name of Jesus. We cancel those plans. We cancel those attacks of the enemy. And, Lord, I thank you that we are strong. I thank you, Lord, that we are healed. I thank you, Lord, that we are delivered. I thank you, Lord, for your miracles. I thank you, Lord, for all that you do in our lives. We give you praise and honor and glory in this place. And all the church said yes and amen, amen, amen. Let's give the Lord praise here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, so if you can get our baskets here. All right, so it's, it's time for offering. So you can be seated if you'd like for just a moment before we start our praise and worship. We've kind of changed the, 
the, the way we do things, so I have to try to remember this sometimes. I'm sorry. So just bring your, t- your tithes and offerings to the storehouse. It's what we do here at this church. That's what the church said, or the Bible says, is to bring it. So we do a prophetic act. We bring it. If you need, like, a little credit card form or a... Um, uh, or debit card form, if you need one of those, then just raise your hand and we will get one to you. <laughs> I mean, it's quiet in here. We don't have any music going. <laughs> Holiday mode, right? Already, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good point. Is there a holiday in heaven? I, I, <laughs> now we'll be dancing <laughs> from now on. <laughs> we'll be praising the Lord forever. <laughs> amen, amen. Oh. All right, Pastor Stan. Can you come up here and help him? I'd like to be able to say that's the voice of God, but <clears throat> oh, that's different. Put that one over here. Lord, we we know that you own a cattle on a thousand hills. All the gold and silver is yours. And Lord, we know that everything that you've given us has all come from your hand. And yet you turn around and say we're to give tithes, 10%, we're to give offerings, we're to help the needy and the poor, and really it all came from your hand. So it is our pleasure to give back to you, not begrudgingly or necessity, because we know you love a cheerful giver, and Lord, this congregation gives back to you with a cheerful heart. Lord, as pastor here, I ask that you would bless them, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, but I know you already will. You've already promised it, you've already proven yourself faithful, through many thousands of years. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for the people of this church. Thank you for all the offerings that we give every week that those go to help push your mission. Thank you for everything that you deliver to us every single day of our lives. We're so thankful, and we love you very much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right, now it's time for praise and worship. Hallelujah. Come on, let's stand up. Come on, it's time for praise and worship. Time to praise our Lord. Amen. Come on, King of kings and Lord of lords, we praise your great and mighty name. Let's put our hands together. Yes, I will sing to the Lord. And I will lift my voice For you have heard my cry Yes, you have I will sing to the Lord And I will lift my hands For you have brought me out of the pit For you have brought me out of the pit and I'll sing glory hallelujah I live for name on high I'll sing holy 
Cause you're worthy I'll praise you with the dance I'll sing glory Hallelujah I lift your name on high I'll sing holy Cause you're worthy I'll praise you with the dance I will praise you with the dance I will praise you with the dance Hallelujah Yes, I will sing to the Lord, and I will lift my voice, for you have, you heard my cry. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. I will sing to the Lord, and I will lift my hands, for you have, you brought me out of the for you have brought me out of the pit I'll sing glory, hallelujah I lift your name on high I'll sing holy, cause you're worthy I'll praise you with the dance I'll sing glory, hallelujah I lift your name on high. I'll sing holy. Cause you're worthy. You guys are free. I'll praise you with the dance. Come on, let me see it. Can I have some monitors up your face? I'll sing glory, hallelujah, I lift your name on high, I'll sing holy, cause you're worthy, I'll praise you with a chance, and I'll sing glory, hallelujah, I lift your name on high, I'll sing holy, cause you're worthy, I'll praise you with a chance. Dance. Come on. Let's give him some praise. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You are King of kings and Lord of lords. You are worthy and worthy to be praised, Father God. Hear the cries of our heart.
working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Not in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. Lord, you are waymaker, waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Not in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. You are good, Lord. You are Yes, you're touching every heart. Worship Him. I worship him. you. I worship, I worship you. you. You are here. Yes, you're healing every heart. I worship Turning lives around, I worship you. I worship you, Jesus. You are here, mending every heart. I worship you. I worship you. You are the miracle worker. Working, you never stop, you never stop working. 
Even when I don't see it, you're working. Come Even on, when church. I don't feel it, you're working. Come on, let me hear you. You never stop. You never He'll stop never working. You. you never stop. You never on, stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Lord, you are awesome. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. That is who you are.
all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, this bones will sing. Come on. Great are you, Lord. And all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great are you. Our hearts will cry, his bones will sing. Great are you, Lord. It's your breath in my life. Come on, sing it out. So we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. Your breath in our lungs. So we pour our praise to you all. It's your breath, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour our praise, we pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise to you all. It's your breath. Oh, Jesus, we cry out to you. Come on. Come on, I can't hear you. Lord, cry out to him, Father God. Lord, you are worthy. Forsaken, since I'm accepted, you were condemned, and I'm alive. 
heaven well your spirit is within me because you died and rose again sing an amazing love amazing love how can it be that you my king should die for me amazing love amazing love i know it too and it's my joy to honor you in all i do i honor you come on lift your hands with me this morning This is a time of praise and a time of thanks. And Lord, we do. We give you all the praise. And we thank you for being a part of us. We thank you for dying upon that cross and arising three days later and healing us from the deepest side of us and saving us and keeping us on that straight and narrow path, having food to eat, a roof upon our heads, people to love and people to laugh. Lord, we thank you and we give you the praise and all the glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Just let someone know that you're thankful that you are here and welcome our guests here today too. Amen. <clears throat> you love the Lord today. 
Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. <laughs> um, yeah, God's really been speaking this morning, but um, I'm not going to share too much. It's just that um, it's almost like it's the same message. You know, here um, in America, and I, I just kind of start off this way this morning, is that we are so blessed. We are so blessed. And yes, good Lord, praise for blessing us. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you. Thank you that we don't have the difficulties like so many other people in other nations. And thank you, Lord, that they're hunger, hungering and thirsting for you after righteousness. And, Lord, I just call forth your people to hunger and thirst after righteousness again. Just pray that that anointing just touches them today for that hunger and thirst to come into their lives and say, I need you. That's what you want. You want them to commune with you and to spend time with you and to know you. We've walked away from you, Lord. Forgive us. Forgive us as a country. Forgive us of your people. Forgive us as a church, church body. And, Lord, we just, we do. We just want to turn back to righteousness. We want to turn back to you and serve you. We love you, Lord. For those who disagree with this statement, whether you're online watching or here in the room, say yes and amen. We thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for this man of God. I thank you that he goes and spends time with you to seek you, to find out what message you have to bring to your people today. Not just here in this church, but also the millions that watch abroad and on this land. And so, Lord, I thank you that he is anointed man of God to speak the word of the Lord this morning. I thank you that you're going to anoint him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. For it's your anointing that we are needing. It's your anointing that we're touching. And Lord, let us not walk out the same, but be changed. To be changed, to be more Christ-like. Help us to remember the message that you've had this man of God be his, the spokesperson for you to bring to us today. And let us not take light in what is being said. But help us to remember those words and Help it to penetrate our hearts that we are changed. We are changed again to be more like you. Lord, anoint this service, anoint this message in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee. All nations shall come to worship before thee. All nations shall come to worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. Lord, when they see you, when they see you to return in all power and glory, in your majesty, we see you put down your enemies, when they see that we have all received glorified light bodies, eternity has come. Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. We will cast our crowns at your feet, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. The four beasts will be saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who is and was and who is to come. Eternity will have started. We look forward to those days, Lord. Now, Lord, we ask you to open our eyes 
and help us to see the message that you speak to us today. And we ask you to use us in these days ahead. We didn't just come here to be entertained or even to learn your word, but to learn you and to serve you. We ask you to help us to do that this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, it reminds me of the story about the church that had this pastor come in and try out. And they had several pastors come in. They chose this one particular pastor and said, okay, we're going to hire you. So the pastor came in and first Sunday delivered a message. Ran to the front door. Congratulations to everybody. Shaking them and encouraging them as they're leaving. Everybody liked the message. The next Sunday they came in, same message. He got done talking, ran to the door, shook everybody's hands, they're leaving. Everybody, hey, great message. Third Sunday, same message. He ran to the front door. Everybody's shaking his hands. They're like, hey, great message, great message. One of the uh, board members went over and said, do you have another message? <laughs> and he said, when they start doing the first one, I'll go to the second one. Now, that's not true here. <laughs> but I kind of feel like I'm not delivering the message because that's the message that he keeps bringing to me. And I keep thinking, okay, Lord, am I not getting that across? And I think what he's saying to my heart and to the Spirit of Prophecy Church heart this morning is, I don't think you're getting it yet. I don't think you're getting just how much I want to bless you. I don't think you're getting what time you're in and how powerful the ministry you have, what he has put in each one of us to serve. I don't think, see... It's, in America, it's very difficult not to play church to a certain degree. Okay, be honest about it. I have. I have to fight it, just like every American Christian. But what he's saying to us is, this is serious. Time we're living in, it's serious. And he keeps speaking to my heart. Big change is coming. Big change. It is not going to be business as usual, not church as usual, not America as usual. <laughs> Big change is coming. He keeps speaking to my heart. Tell them, get ready. I'm going to use them. I want to use them. Now, we can do things that can eliminate us from being used. Obviously, sin. But part of it is belief. So, Lord, I ask for your anointing to come into the room this morning. Because they didn't come here to me, certainly to hear my words, and to a certain degree, they didn't come to just hear your words. They came for your anointing. It is the anointing that fills us up. It is the anointing that makes us feel like we were fulfilled, like we got something when we came to church. So bring your anointing into the church. Bring your anointing into our hearts. Let us feel your anointing. And let us be prepared to serve you in that day and in that time when you call in Jesus' name. Amen. So, I get on my knees yesterday afternoon. Lord, what do you want to say to your congregation tomorrow? <laughs> I was like, no, don't tell me the same thing. But... Okay, I'll preach it, I'll preach it. Okay, I'm just telling you. I'm just being honest here, okay? Uh, whatever you tell me, Mark 3. 
oh man, I bet I think I've covered that. So I went into my notes. No, hallelujah, I've got a new message. <laughs> so I pull up Mark 3, but it's the same message. Oh, it's a different place in the Bible. That's a good thing. I think he's saying, Spirit of Prophecy Church, you're not like the other churches. You are more informed, and you're in a position to where I can use you in some very big ways in the time ahead. Just this past week, I've been talking a lot about Noah's Ark, the Ark of the Covenant, and the thought occurred to me. You know, Stan, Leslie <laughs> and I have had a lot of really good information <laughs> dumped into us. I mean, how many people have walked on the Ark, or how many people have walked on Noah's Ark? How many people have a piece of it? How many people have been, according to Ron White, within a stone's throw of the Ark of the Covenant? How many people have had their hands on that little iron spike that when the door was rolled closed, they drove an iron spike to keep the door from being opened because some had said, well, Jesus is going to come back to life, so they wanted to make certain he didn't get out of that grave. So they put an iron spike about that big around, right straight into solid rock. And of course, the angel just rolled right past it. How many people have seen that? He's put in Leslie and I a lot of stuff. And the reason is, I'm trying to get, what I'm trying to say is, it wasn't just put in us. He put it in you. He's prepared you. He has filled you with far more information than many of the... You know, you've tried to have a conversation and you start... Well, i got to back up. I've got to explain about an hour before I can go any further. Okay, let's go in this direction. Well, but I, And they don't know enough for you to have a conversation with yeah. them. Amen. Right? Amen. I remember when I first met... Uh, Andy, him and I were just, we talked two and a half hours and he couldn't finish a sentence unless I was finishing it for him. Or I'd start finishing, he's, he'd finish the sentence. Two and a half hours, we didn't even know what each other went, just on it. By the way, most of the time I knew more about each one of those little lines than he did, but then I should, right? God has put in us, this is my point. God has put in us a lot of good information. When I say us, I'm talking about the whole spirit of Posse Church, not just me and Leslie, not just the people in the room, but the people online. Roughly, I don't know, 1,000, 1,200 people watch each one of these each Sunday. So I'm talking to a lot of folks. So you folks there online too. He's, he's filled our heart with good information. Why? Because there's a time where he's got to send us into places he can't send other people because they don't know enough to walk that way. Just like as I was listening to you talk about Honduras. Did I say it right? So you taught me how to say Guatemala and Honduras. I didn't say it exactly right, but I, for a Texas tongue, I did pretty good, right? My heart burned. I said, every one of those people in those churches will take the mark of the beast. I'll bet you not one of them have read Revelation. And if they did, it was a pastor, and the pastor doesn't understand what he read. So I'm sitting there saying, okay, Stan, 
we got to get all of this English stuff that you're saying out into Spanish. I ask you, yeah. do they get the internet? Of course, I'm thinking, yeah, 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 they probably don't really want, well, yes, they do really want to know. They don't know that they want to know, <laughs> but nobody wants to take that mark of the beast. They don't know they don't want to take it, but that's the problem. Okay, so on to the message. So he told me to talk on Mark 3. So I get up and I say, okay, what's in Mark 3? Let's see. So here's what I found. Now, this is why I'm going to do this. Instead of me telling you what I think God is saying in the message, let's read it. And then ask yourself, what is God speaking to us? In other words, I want you to see it there, not rather than just me tell you, okay? Man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. Man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. If I tell you, you doubt it. But if you can see it in the scriptures for yourself and the Lord is speaking to you, then you say, Phew. true, right? So let's look at him. So Jesus entered again into the synagogue where there was a man there who had a withered hand. So the Jews were looking for occasions. So they watched to see if he would heal him because it was the Sabbath. See, they were real legalistic. You can't do anything on the Sabbath. Well, that's not exactly what the Ten Commandments say. They said you're not supposed to do any servile work. In other words, you're not supposed to be doing service. You're not supposed to be working. But doing good, it didn't say you couldn't do anything. It said you can't do service type work. So they watched to see if they could accuse him. So he said unto the man that had the withered, withered hand, Stand up, boy. Now, that's Texan. <laughs> Stand up, boy. So he said to him, Now he turns to the Jews. He says, So is it lawful to, go, to do good on the Sabbath day? You have to understand Jesus was the Lord of the Sabbath. He, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Jesus is God. So God made the laws. So Jesus standing there is the law. <laughs> but they didn't understand it. But he's trying to get them to see without telling them, you see. Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days or to do evil? Or to save life or to kill? But they held their peace. And when he had looked around about them with anger, did Jesus get angry? Mm-hmm. Being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, he said unto the man, Stretch forth your hand. So the man stretched out his hand. This is the uh, Texan version of it here. So the Pharisees went forth and straightway took counsel with the Herodians. Now, who are those? This is the guy that, if I remember him right, this is the guy that beheaded John the Baptist. Okay? So being a Herodian, uh, not Christians. <laughs> Herodians against him, how they might destroy him. Now, what is God saying to us here? What's he saying? This is the participate part of it this morning. What's he saying? Yeah, I know, but if you speak out, I'll, I'll repeat it. People online will hear it. What's he saying? Okay, yes, okay. In other words, don't get caught up in religion. As it relates into the last days, as it relates to a time when people are about to start seeking Jesus, needing miracles, as it relates to what we see in the future, what's he saying to us? 
Yes. Even if the Herodians don't like it. So are there some other people in America that won't like some of the things you do serving the Lord in the future? So what he's saying to us, you're getting it, you're getting it. So what he's saying is, Spirit of Prophecy Church, get your feet on the solid ground. Put down the roots down deep. So when the winds blow, when the rains come, your house is not going to fall. We've been preparing for this. So what he's saying is, yes, there is going to be resistance. I mean, I remember when DJT first came on. I remember him attacking the media. Bunch of bopper, bunch of venomous diesel, no good. I thought, I am not even believing he is saying that. I mean, it's true, but I didn't know just how bad they were. I would say this. I think that we just don't understand how strong the enemy is until we stand up and we start doing things like Jesus did. We better understand they will come after us. So what are we going to do? Oh, <laughs> okay. We are going to understand. We're already prepared and we're not going to stop. We're not going to offend. We're not going to fight like, you know, in the natural because weapons of a warfare are not carnal or not flesh, but they're mighty through God in the pulling down of strongholds. Amen. Now, let's see in this group of scriptures, what's the next message? So Jesus withdrew himself and his disciples to the sea. And a great multitude from Galilee followed him and from Judea. And it may be that some of us have a great multitude following us when these sort of miracles begin to happen. But that's not the point. And from Jerusalem and from Edomia and from beyond Jordan, and they about Tyre and Sidon, a great multitude, when they had heard what things Jesus had done. And he spake to his disciples and went into a small ship to wait on him, so the multitude, lest they should throng him. Now, here's the situation. So, so many people are wanting to get close to him and hear him that they couldn't hear him because they're so close. So they brought up a ship. He got on the ship. He launched out into the water a little bit. Then they gathered on the shore and more people could hear him talk. That's essentially the situation, right? Because he had healed many insomuch that they pressed on him, not pressed on him for to touch him. So they were just trying to get close to him. As many as had plagues, unclean spirits, when they saw him, they fell down before him, cried, saying, Thou art the Son of God! Thou art the Son of God! You really are the Messiah! <laughs> right over there, a lot of people didn't see it. And he straightly charged them that they should not make him known. Now, what's he saying to us? Several things. It's okay, it's... You know, okay to miss. He's saying several things. What's he saying to us? Yes. Preach it. Do my work. Absolutely. What else? What about this? He charged them that they should not make him known. See, because they're saying, thou art the son of God. Why didn't he want those devils telling everybody that he was the son of God. You'd think he would want, well, you know, we want people to know he's the son of God, right? But he didn't. See, because the Bible says no one calls Jesus Lord except the Holy Spirit draws them. So if the devil say he's the son of God, then it makes it easier for people to believe. Well, wait a minute, I thought he wanted everybody to believe. Yes, he does. 
but he wants it from the Holy Spirit within them, drawing to them. In other words, he wanted them to come to the conclusion rather than it being pounded down their throat. Okay, so what's the message to us? There's a time to really speak forth, but there's a time to sometimes you just got to pray. It just, I remember... I remember one time I, I prayed and I said, Lord, I said, you know, you have just not given me very many souls lately. I mean, I haven't been able to lead anybody. That, this is for ministry, forever thought I'd ever be in ministry. You have not given me souls in a long time. So I ask you, Lord, sometime this week, arrange for me to be in a conversation where I can lead someone to the Lord. Would you believe he answered that prayer? Do you believe I found myself? In a, I mean, somebody actually turned and said, well, okay, so what about this Jesus? And after my jaw hit the floor. <laughs> really? You want to know about Jesus? But there's nothing more exciting in the world than leading someone to the Lord. Amen. Nothing, nothing, nothing more fulfilling. So he's saying, yes, there's going to come a time. I'm going to use you for, for some powerful things. But don't get puffed up. Don't get to thinking you're something when we're still nothing. Amen. He's doing it. Yep. Amen? Amen. Okay. Amen. Now, could we read that and not see that if we didn't understand? He's really saying this. These scriptures are for us. In other words, if you think back on the past messages, he said, Acts chapter 2 is about to repeat. Now, I don't know if it's this year or maybe next year. But I'll tell you what, you know, when we got 70 container ships stacked up off the West Coast and a lot of the shelves are starting to empty out, you go into restaurants and you see it at every restaurant. Matter of fact, the two big words we see today every place around the DFW area, yes. Now hiring or help wanted. One of the brothers came up. Three or four months ago, Pastor, I'd like for you to pray for me. I lost my job. Okay, prayed for him. Next week, he come back. He says, I wanted to thank you. He says, boy, I got a new job. He says, uh, they gave me a $150 bonus for just showing up to the interview. They gave me a $350 signing bonus just starting the first day. He said, I'm making more money I ever made in my life. And he says, I love it. I need to tone down my prayers a little bit. <laughs> God wants to use us. Amen. He wants to use us if we will just make ourselves available. Amen? Amen. And he goeth up to a high mountain and calleth unto him whom he would, and they came to him. So he went up to a high mountain, that's a hint, and he ordained twelve that they should be with him, that he might send them forth to preach. That's another hint. Send them forth to preach. To have, to have power to heal sicknesses, to cast out devils. Amen. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, we can't do that. Wait a minute. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me, right? Okay. And, he, uh, and Simon, he surnamed Peter. And James, the son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, at the surname, I had to look up how to pronounce that word. Boenergis. I think I'm saying that right. I had, I had to look it up. I thought, I'm, I'm going to learn how to say that. But anyway, which is sons of thunder. Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, and 
That got in the way the last time. <laughs> it wanted to grow that way. Now I can see that word. <laughs> Matthew and Thomas and James, the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, and Simon the Canaanite and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him, and they went into a house. And the multitude came together again, so that they could not so much as eat bread. When his friends heard it, they went up to, to they went out to lay hold on him, for they said he is beside himself. Okay, so it's saying if we want to serve the Lord, we need to go to a mountain. What's he saying? Prayer. We talked about there's three things that every Christian needs to have right in their life. Their giving, their fasting, and their prayer. They're giving, their fasting, and their prayer. They're giving, their fasting, and their prayer. Well, why do you say giving? Because giving breaks the flesh. Because we're saying to God, you know what? In the natural, this is crazy. <laughs> Who am I giving this kind of money away? It's hard to earn, blah, blah, blah. I don't have enough money, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But in the natural, we're saying, no. I'm, gonna, I'm going to put them in front of me. I'm going to put that situation in front of me, and I believe God more than I, I believe the flesh. So giving helps us to get closer to God. Prayer. I remember, I remember when I first started my prayer closet. I don't know. Leslie would maybe know the year, but it was around 25 years ago. It's just that the Lord spoke to my heart and said, you need to start praying. If you're ever going to do the things that I want to use you for, you better start praying. So I went in, I didn't know what to do. I mean, <laughs> I had never prayed like this. So I got down on my knees. I scratched Leslie to sleep, you know. And I, after I scratched Leslie to sleep, I went in and started praying. Nothing happened much the first night. Second night, so I'm praying along. And wow, boy, I heard his voice. Now, it wasn't an audible voice, but I mean, he spoke to my heart. And he says, Stan, I want to talk to you. Okay, well, Lord, what? What do you want to say? Well, I want to talk to you about you. Me? You want to talk to me about me? Okay. Well, you want to talk to me? I want to talk to you about how you're, you're dealing with other people. What? Well, like the Dallas morning, uh, Dallas morning News call you got this morning. They were calling trying to get me to sign up for Dallas Morning News. Now... <clears throat> When we first moved into the house, we, for various reasons I won't go into, we signed up, we got four different phone lines. Now, the Dallas Morning News, and I don't know if they still are, but in those days, they were very, very diligent about seeing to it that you got a subscription for the Dallas Morning News. Since I had four phone lines, I didn't get one or two calls a day. I got 10, 12, 15 calls a day from the Dallas Morning News. Guess what happened on about the fourth or fifth call? And this is spread out over about two weeks. I'm getting 10 or 15 calls a day. At least it feels like 20 or 30. So, <laughs> left the, 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 the phone, you know, in tathers. <laughs> so I'm saying to the Lord, so, so? He says, well, I don't, I don't want you talking to people like that. Really? Was Stan about to learn some lessons? 
I'm sorry you didn't say yes. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was about to look. So, okay, so, so, you know, what, what's wrong? They're just selling something. I don't know those people. He said, I do. Uh, oh. So, long story short, that, that was the beginning of a lot of changes that the Lord started bringing to me. If we're going to be used, we have to go to the mountain. That means we have to spend some time in prayer. That means we have to spend the time of prayer, and it's not gimme, gimme, gimme. Fix this, fix this, fix this. Amen. Do this, do this, do that, do that. And instead, it is, Lord, help me to be closer to you. Help me to be more Christ-like. Oh, and if you don't believe God will talk to you, would you like to know the one particular sentence to say that will get him to talk to you every time? Would you like to know that? You don't want to know that. You know, it's me. You don't want to know. Here's the, here's the sentence. Lord, if there's anything you'd like for me to change, speak to me about it. Oh, uh, oh uh, not that much. Not that much. Okay, okay. Leslie would tell you about the time when the Lord put her on her face. See? She knows what I'm talking about. She knows what I'm talking about. Few of you know what I'm talking about. And the people that are going, guess what that means? I'm sorry for you. <laughs> okay, so that means go to the mountain. It means we need to be, yes, ordained. And sometimes that's laying on hands. Sometimes that's a piece of paper. Sometimes that's just getting right with the Lord, too. The scribes which came down from Jerusalem said, He hath Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. That's how he can cast out devils, because he has Beelzebub. So he called him and said to them in parables, he says, How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom be divided against itself, the kingdom cannot stand. If the kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. It used to be, in Washington, D.C., the Democrats and Republicans went to dinner together. They would have <clears throat> cookouts over their house. They'd, they would go and they would fellowship together, even though they're Democrats and Republicans. But I heard a fellow just recently say, in Washington, D.C., that never happens anymore. Yeah. We're a nation divided. What about the kingdom? had a fellow email me yesterday. He says, well, he says, uh, yeah, but you, you, you probably wouldn't have us in because it, you probably wouldn't work with us because we're Seventh-day Adventists. And I said, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I said, uh, it is true. There are some things that I have different, different philosophy about the Seventh-day Adventists. I said, however, it seems to me like the devil's crowd all work together and they don't care. They work together. But it seems like the Christian crowd, they got 10,000 different reasons why they don't have to work together in all kinds of divisions. And I said, okay, so fine. I may not see things from the Bible the way the Seventh-day Adventists do, but I'm willing to work with you. The point is, and <clears throat> then we'll talk about that, but we need to make certain that we are not a kingdom divided. We need to be working with our fellow brothers and sisters. What else? Now, here I am. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Tell me. What's that saying to you? If we're looking at big changes coming, a shaking of the church, what's that saying to you? 
Let's finish reading it. And if the house divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan rise up against himself and be divided, he cannot stand, but hath an end. No man can enter into a strong man's house, strong man's house, and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. Verily I say unto you, all sins should be forgiven to the sons of men, and blasphemies, wherewith soever they shall blaspheme. But he that shall blaspheme against the Holy Ghost hath never forgiveness, but is in danger of eternal damnation. Because they said, he hath an unclean spirit. What's it saying to us? Work together. You want the second part from 27 down? Okay. This part here. Oh, okay. that's right. Let's, let's write a book about this. Go ahead. Well, um, we are the strong man. Too many uh, Christians out there, they say that the strong man is the devil. But you have to understand, we are stronger than the devil. We are the, we are the strong man. And the only way that Satan can enter in and spoil our goods is that he puts us in bondage. And then he can spoil our house or he can take it. So we have to understand, it's up to us what doors we open, what doors we close, um, who we allow in, our, in the temple of the Holy Spirit and who we don't. Um, we are the ones that are the strong men that can say, no, I'm not going to let you enter in. So understand, if you read this and understanding it that way, that you as a Christian, one that is saved, one that is calling on the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, your master, your king, if you understand this part of the scripture that you're the strong man, it's going to change your prayer life. It's going to change what you think. And you're going you're gonna to start understanding, man, this enemy, this, the enemy, Satan and his demons cannot come in and take over anything about me and my life or whoever I am unless I allow him in. So we, we are trying to say, let's bind the strong man. Well, the only thing that you would bind is you would bind something that's good from the, from the, from the Lord because you don't have the authority to bind the devil. So if you understand it in the strong man, if you understand it in the way as, as you, that you're the one that has that strong man, you're the one that has that house, that temple of the Holy Spirit, then this will change the way that you pray. Okay, now let's tie that back to what I said earlier. They have Be Beelzebub, kingdom divided. How's that? What's he saying to us? Know who you are in Christ and work together and build the kingdom. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. Here we got, here we got what? <clears throat> Anybody remember? Okay, here we got what? Okay. Now the Son of God. Don't puff up. Don't puff up. Also, don't stop. Don't let somebody run you down, walk you down. Here he's saying, you are the strong man. Now, let's go on. There came then his brethren, his mother, and standing without, sent to him, calling him. The multitude, the multitude sat about him, and they said unto him, Behold, Thy mother and their brethren without are seek thee. In other words, your mom and dad are outside. Mother and brother. He answered them saying, Who is my mother or my brethren? And he looked around about them, which sat about him and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren. For whosoever, sh for whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and my mother. Amen. So when we're, oh, I started to answer. What you tell me, what does that mean? We're at war, he says. 
time, you know, we are the victors and we have to unite by use wisdom. You know? I think that he says we're, we're in the last days. We need to unite together with the brothers and sisters. We need to use wisdom. We need to be serving the Lord. We need to be prepared, right? Amen? Okay. I think that's well said. Oh, okay. Now let's back up. I wanted to do a, <clears throat> I wanted to do a uh, recap. What was he saying here? We covered that. Okay. What was he saying here? Go to the mountain. Have power to heal sicknesses. Don't get too puffed up. One thing we forgot to mention here, he named them Boanerges, which is the sons of thunder. He's saying this for Spirit of Prophecy Church. So are we sons and daughters of thunder? I think that we have a whole lot more power than what we give credit for. We tend to think too little of ourselves in the spirit. In other words, we tend to think, oh, I can't do that. Well, yes, we can do that. Amen. Amen. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Have you ever felt like, oh, I, you know, I, I don't want to lay hand. I don't want to pray, but, but there, there's nothing going to, you know, I, the other self-doubts come in. I, I, you know, I don't know. He's saying, no. He said, the things that are about to happen, the new world that is about to come in, I mean, they're talking about med beds. Have you heard about med beds? So you lay in this med bed, and in three minutes, it can fix any part of your body, fix all of your body, even to the point where if you want to, it can give you an eternal life body. Does that sound good? No. <laughs> You know how many people think that's really great? But I tell you what, I, when I first ran across this, I thought, hey, yeah, I'd like to have a, had to have a tooth pulled when I was a kid, I'd like to have that tooth back, you know, get rid of some of this gray hair and wrinkles. I mean, I can think of a few things, you know. Man, I mean, the Lord spoke to my heart. I mean, I wasn't an audible voice, but it was so loud in my spirit. It, huh. And he said, you do not get in a med bed. It will change your DNA and you will lose your salvation. Now remember, <clears throat> in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it. They shall desire to die, but death shall flee from them. So there's a time coming when these med beds have been used across the world. And you'd think that that would be good. Healing people, well, that's a pretty good idea. But giving them eternal body, I don't think... If God had intended us to have an eternal body, he wouldn't have put the angel by the tree of life running Adam and Eve out of the garden because that's the reason he ran them out of the garden because he was afraid they'd eat of the tree of life and then they would live eternally in their sin. I don't want to live eternally in my sin. I want a new glorified body wherein dwelleth righteousness. Will I never hunger again, thirst again, neither sunlight on them, nor any heat, for the Lamb that dwelleth in the midst of the throne shall feed them, lead them to living fountains, water, and God shall well pour out tears from their eyes. That's what I want. They're talking about, I got a video yesterday, one of the best videos I think I've got in a long time, talking about bringing in a new world order, an entirely new system. And basically, it means that the devil's in charge of everything. You don't get anything. 
and you'll be happy. <laughs> no, we won't be happy. <clears throat> We're talking about removing all sovereign borders. There won't be any more United States of America or Mexico or Canada or any of that. There will be one world government and so that we can all be in union so there won't be any more divisions where we're going to have one religion and we're going to have one person that we're going to call God. And by the way, it won't be Jesus. Okay, One person is God and everybody has to fall down and worship that God and we're going to make certain that you have a, a, an anti-V passport for all of the people that did fall down and take the... Oh, no, no, I'm getting them confused. And he causeth all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on the right hand and their forehead. And then no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast, or the number of his name. It's coming. Yeah. It's right around the corner. <clears throat> I've said it before. I don't think this is the time to start biting our fingernails and start worrying and tossing and turning at night. We can't sleep. I think it's a time to start getting excited. Yeah. If we can understand that this is not our home, we're just passing it through. If we can understand that our, our objective in life is not to build bigger barns, is not to get ahead and to be famous and build some big church building and make certain that the plates are full when they pass. If we can understand that our real heart is to build the kingdom of God and his righteousness, if we want to be fire pluckers, if we want to get people out of the fire and send them into eternity, if we want to be able to witness to Jesus, I want to see those sevenfold miracles. I want to be in that sports stadium. I want to see people coming out of those bleachers, running down onto the gridiron, falling on their face with tears, giving their heart to Jesus. I want to see that. I believe I'll see that. <coughs> but I don't think it's just Stan and Leslie Johnson. I think it's all of us. Amen. We all have a sports stadium. Maybe it's our little sports stadium. Maybe it's Honduras. Maybe it's Guatemala. Maybe it's just in our neighborhood. Maybe it's people we work with. People we work with that we can lead to the Lord. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask that you would <clears throat> prepare our hearts for the things that are coming, that we can be pleasing in your sight. We can do those things that you want us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. God bless. Thank you for coming. By the way, our sign, we've got two people in here today. Someone went, drove through Whataburger, they saw the sign. Started watching, and now they sit in the audience. Of course, now they're tearing down the signs, so, you know. God bless you. Thank you for watching online. Oh, if you're online.